Hello and welcome to episode two of Soul Brew. This episode is called It's Okay to Be Vegan and Have Long Hair. <laughs> and I am vegan and I also have long hair, so... That's Stephen speaking there, not me. <laughs> I disassociate with both of those things. Hey, come on now. That's against the whole <laughs> object of the podcast now. You've just dismissed the whole thing. Well, that's the podcast over. Thank you. There now. See you next week. Uh, before we start into the podcast, uh, today we're drinking a Peruvian washed mm-hmm. that we've got from the good folks of Berlin, who I work with quite closely. Um you can find all their delicious coffees at bellian.ie, their Mullingar roasting company. So we're going to do a quick recap. Uh, we probably won't do this every episode, I'd imagine, because there's no need to. Mm-hmm. But especially on our second episode, I think we need to do a quick recap of the intro and the first episode mm-hmm. and some of the feedback that we've got, which has actually all been quite good, actually. Yeah, I haven't seen any <laughs> negative feedback unless it's yeah behind, behind our back, maybe, but sure, what else? Um, it's been quite positive. I've had some lovely messages from um, some people I haven't spoken to in a while with some really nice feedback. Um, a lot of people relating to what we were saying. Um, and You had one guy who contacted you from Australia who did what we who does what we don't really want to do yes. as in belittling the problem that he has yeah. or trying to get away from it as quick as possible. Yeah. And I, I suppose it was something he, yeah, he said, he said a couple of things that he does, which work and, and that's really good. And then he kind of did belittle his problem uh, in the message a little bit, what I think we can all be guilty of potentially. Um, but it's interesting that that, you're saying that and some other people said similar stuff where you know um as probably something maybe when we're children like you know the way your mum or something like there's children starving and you eat up your dinner and then like that sort of like i'm not hungry mom <laughs> whether there's people starving or not i know you know what i mean like yeah. so that sort of mentality but it was just interesting we got a bit of feedback about the normalizing milk <laughs> i know i got a touch on it <laughs> So, if you didn't listen to the first episode, I said I don't like normalizing milk. But what I meant was, if I have two people that come into the coffee shop and one orders oat milk, and then I go to the other person, do you want normal milk? I don't like doing that because I make the person who's drinking oat milk feel like a dick. (laughs) And I'm the one drinking oat milk. So, I normally say, do you want whole milk? And that's what I meant by not normalizing. I don't like normalizing. (laughs) You don't have to justify it. No, I had to... (laughs) I because I was the one that got a bit of a touch about it from the <laughs> yeah, football lads because I'm the one that still some of the football lads struggle to understand that I'm a vegan that yeah. goes beyond them yeah so <clears throat> we want to talk about it's not it's okay to be vegan and have long hair <laughs> and kind of the purpose of this episode really is to well Stephen's turning 30 so whenever you're listening to this this is 2021 June mm-hmm. but Stephen's turning 30 soon and we were having conversations about what is normal what's not normal social pressures in your 20s and basically it's a pile of shite yeah the social pressures are yeah and it's absolutely okay to be vegan and it's absolutely okay to have long hair because if you can't see Stephen he's got hair down to his shoulders at the moment well almost actually not far off yeah it's not far off have I got a straightener out 
Um, so from you're turning 30 now in a couple of days time and you've got that decade sort of under your belt or you're still alive and well and able to look back and reflect on it let's go right back to your maybe early 20s or even late teens and mm. knowing what you know now versus who you were then what has changed for you a lot has definitely changed uh so I uh, will have turned 32 days ago when you're listening to this. <laughs> if you listen on the first day we put it out. So I am now 30. And Are we time traveling right now? <laughs> yeah, because uh, that's a bit mad, isn't it? You could be 32 by the time someone listens to this. Oh, yeah. So I wonder you... how I'm getting on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, from my late teens, I would have... Uh, so I'm brought up in Donegal, rural Ireland, and very much... Case of mad for J football, mad for Ga, mad for Ga. Loved the Ga, still love the Ga, but in a different way. Then it was kind of like nearly all I sort of thought about and trying mm-hmm. to get as good as I could and trying to get on this team and that team and push and push. And I definitely look back. I don't regret anything in my life because I mean I've a lot of made a lot of mistakes, done a lot of stupid things. But mm-hmm. I don't regret them because no regrets, no regret, no regret, because <laughs> I've learned from them. Of course, so they've yeah. all been valuable. But I know from looking back on it, I would have not gone on a J one, for example, because that was our year to win the championship, and we didn't win the championship. Didn't go on a J one. Was that because you weren't there, or <laughs> no? Well, I was there. Oh, you <laughs> so were there. Oh, so I didn't go on a J one. I kind of stayed for football. And looking back, it's like that's a bit mad isn't it like mm-hmm. that and you know a lot of that stuff when I now I still love J still play but my mindset is very much like it's it doesn't define and you I still am. push and push to be fair I do yeah but I, I feel like I'm doing it in a healthier manner yeah if that makes sense aside um, from sport like how do you feel like about school and leaving certain college and jumping into a career and things like that now that so like you've got so that's societal would say like that's what you do in your late teens early 20s and you've kind of start your career by what 25 26 mm. and you're now 13 you've technically not done what oh where are you going here what you know what would be expected of you as such yeah so <laughs> what, <a pull laughs> i don't know where you're like <laughs> <laughs> you've done nothing <laughs> You haven't done what you know what what we're trying to debunk yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. So the reason we're talking about this is not about me as such as about the sort of being thirty is a milestone, as is doing your leave insert, kind of going to college, finishing college, and starting your career are all sort of milestones that have a certain amount of social pressure with them. So we're going to discuss them because of me turning thirty. It's a reason to discuss yeah. them. So I suppose the first social pressure is going to college like well you're leaving search probably oh sorry yeah the leaving search even before that like and uh, what was your experience of the leaving search i didn't have much um family pressure as such like mum and dad didn't put much pressure it was only the pressure that i'd put on myself so kind yeah. of quite a good leaving cert. but um what i talked to you about and i talked to other people about was my consciousness of what i was doing you know like you go to primary school you do that, you go to secondary school, you start prepping for your leaving cert. I wasn't really thinking about 
what I was doing or who I was or any of those questions just literally going through the motions and that didn't really that kind of kept going on until I was probably like 2021 and then you start well I started like asking more questions of myself so my experience of leaving cert was like it's just something that I had to do and did Mm -hmm. it wasn't you know I wish not that I wish now but like well I do if you had the sort of uh, self-awareness that I have now when I was doing my leaving cert you know maybe I would have applied so, myself yeah. a bit more or you know I would have like looked at maybe other career paths or mm-hmm. college paths or you know aimed a little higher or things like that there I think but I'm still happy with where I am of course I think it's very harsh to put so much pressure to like write your I didn't really feel the pressure with no but even yet. sorry when you're 17 um, I think a lot of people do I know you feel you didn't but a lot of people might feel the pressure right? I have to pick mm-hmm. what I'm going to do for the rest of my life now and once I pick it that is it yeah and maybe that's something that was the case years ago I think yeah, less and less it's now. definitely not the case now <clears throat> no and I mean it's very hard to pick because there's so much out there and there's things there's jobs you don't even know exist exactly until you get out into the working world and be like speaking to someone and they're like I do this and I'm like I didn't even know that thing you could even do that you know how do you go about doing that yeah and I would have went from school I mean I hated school to be honest and didn't enjoy it at all and which is funny now because I'm in college still in school still in school yeah but I mean I went then I actually went to Derry for a few months and dropped out and then took the rest of the year out and that actually was really beneficial because it enabled me to focus on what I, right what do I actually want to do and at that time I wanted to be a PE teacher so then I did I didn't have enough points so there was a route to go through Sligo uh, doing health science and then basically a year into that I was like I actually don't want to be a PE teacher and I found in that course that I really enjoyed the health promotion aspect which is why I did a health promotion uh, degree after that and that's where I found was more of interest to me so it was actually by kind of fluke that I found what I was interested in but I knew it was a general sport mm-hmm. slash health area I was mad to be a physiotherapist actually oh, yeah. and like I'm no more would suit me I think no nah. nah. but it's funny it's, yeah. I suppose it's when you're younger you might only know of a certain amount of jobs within yeah. that industry or whatever so for me it was RP teacher that was it and then I realised like nah and then after college I was in the student union for a couple of years and then after that on paper I got this great job um, and then got another great job and I felt like God, this what whole, happened the first great job I was just I got a promotion within the oh, job okay. so it was still it was just climbing the ladder of career that mm-hmm. I was like this is this is easy this is grand and then that sort of changed when I kind of got I felt I got badly treated in a sense okay and lost all interest in it and that's probably when I stopped climbing the ladder in the way that would be expected of me mm-hmm. so I was living in Dublin I couldn't afford to live in Dublin and I hated the job I despised it at the time and but I was like, oh, I have to keep going. How old were you at this? This age? is mid twenties. Mid twenties. Um, yeah, mid twenties. So, but I was kept thinking, I have to, I have to do this because this is what everyone does. You yeah. move to Dublin, move from little rural town to Dublin to, to Dublin. work this job, and then funny at at the time, um, 
I would have been running my gym at that stage. Mm. So I didn't leave. I stayed local and started my business and ran a gym for five years. And I would have been thinking, my thinking wasn't, and I did it, was like everyone else got away or not got away, but went away and lived mm -hmm. in Dublin or went foreign or whatever. And that was an itch that I had to scratch and I mm -hmm. kind of did it the other way around. And now I'm back again. Yeah. Sold the gym, went away, did my thing and came back. Yeah. This is funny. So you Wait, felt the pressure. I felt the pressure the opposite way, to be honest. Um, and I remember like, I remember going into the gym, like I remember taking clients at like half four or five o'clock in the morning and going on Snapchat and seeing my friends out drinking and partying and me being like, am I meant to be doing that? Or am I meant to be opening a business in <sighs> 15 minutes time or whatever it was like? But I remember feeling the social pressure of, of not being away and not having lived somewhere. Or, yeah. You know. It's interesting because it doesn't really matter. You can do either as long as. Yeah. Well, I've done both now. It brings you yeah. contentment. I think you. I think it's good to try it all. Yeah. Which is where it brought me. Then after that, I was kind of like, I need to get. I need change. Like I need to change. So what? At what point? Like, like you're in Dublin. You're kind of on the hamster wheel. You're in the busy city. You're doing what a lot of people do from rural Ireland, at least from up here. Mm. And you were despising your job. So, like, what was the straw that broke the camel's back? It was like any change, or and what uh, was the change? I had another little side project I was working on, and that kind of blew up as well. And that was, I was using that as my ticket out. Right. I'm not going to get into the details of that, but it was basically a project that didn't work out. Okay. And then I, I'd gone from like claiming the so, so like I got on well in college got a good degree worked in the student union for a couple of years great job got this great job and then got promoted within this great job and I was like fucking life is grand it's great and then all of a sudden it was kind of like things were just weren't going right for me mm -hmm. and then I was putting it was probably the first time where I was like what the hell do I do now like so this isn't the way things normally go like so yeah. I was kind of stuck and like well what do I do so I did a couple of interviews for other jobs didn't get them and then I was like you know what maybe I just need to go so I moved to New York for a while <laughs> <laughs> I went all out well if anyone's struggling and stuck right now if you could just move to New York you'll figure everything out that's it sorted <laughs> um, so wait well I, so you knew you needed a change of some I, okay and as I was saying I didn't do J1 and I probably felt like I missed out on that. So it was kind of basically doing a J1, but not really a J1. Was all this, did you do all this decision-making yourself? Like, or were you having conversations with people at the time? or Conversations, and I had a, one of my good mates, Peter, was living out there. And it was kind of like a way of getting in there. Mm -hmm. And being set up, still having that comfort of home, but put myself out of... But the decision of leaving, what society nearly expects of you how did you feel about that like like did did you feel guilty or you know we were like should i do this should i not do this or because i i know when i was making my decision i was 25 and i was well set up mm. for a 25 year old like i had a good income i had controlled myself controlled my business controlled my own work and i give all that up like and that mm. was a huge decision for me and felt quite guilty about it at the time Guilty as in like, as guilty in like that I was letting people down that I was leaving and you know people that maybe would have supported me for years and 
guilty maybe on what I maybe I owed back for what people had given me, you know, that sort of way. Did you have any of those feelings of like leaving Dublin and not leaving Dublin? I just had no connection to Dublin. Okay. But leaving was when I lived in Dublin I still came up home to Donegal all the weekends. Yeah. So I still I felt that guiltiness of football, as I was saying, like leaving Leaving your team behind nearly. Yeah. Yeah. And like it's not a good way to feel about it and it's the wrong way to feel about it like football's great when you're living around home and it suits your lifestyle I'd encourage everybody to do it and like I really enjoy it and love it but I shouldn't be making life decisions based on football which is what I did and that was the first time okay I changed that yeah and that was probably the well I had a girlfriend at the time as well actually so maybe that was another <laughs> guilt maybe leaving so, so if you now were in a championship team this year and an opportunity comes up for you to go to New York to do something for three months. I'd take it. You'd take it. That, uh, that's if, where my mind is. If everything aligned as such, like, you know, if yeah. it was an opportunity that you wanted and it was going to click into place for you, yeah. you wouldn't be putting football sort of at the front of your thing. No. Your priority anymore. No. I still love it and still 100% dedicated yeah. in a minute. But if something you're not going to base your life decisions no, around it, which I did, yeah, previously, and I feel like that held me back. But I broke through that sort of barrier. But it was my own pressure. I don't know. It was kind of half society. Okay, half, I have to take my own responsibility for it. Yeah, but also you feel like you're letting the lads down. And, you feel, and mm-hmm. then when I actually did it in my way, realized like actually football still happens they still get on they still yeah. play like yeah. the championship wasn't called off or nothing yeah. <laughs> funny ah forget about it lads he's gone yeah and like my gym still stayed open you know mm-hmm. I sold it somebody else took it on you know people still have somewhere to go and train so you know, like life goes on basically I like, think yeah. that's one thing is we build this stuff up in our head that yeah. these drastic scenarios whereas in a certain way nobody really gives a shit no one gives a shit everyone's got their own and stuff and shite is it like a <laughs> a mellow a, a mellow way of saying it that's much bigger than that which so for me then I still want to I mean I feel my own personality maybe not personal but my own mindset rather has changed significantly since I moved that time and mm-hmm. from what I've done since I haven't worked a quotation mark here a career job since yeah and I think I was saying this to you before Whereas I was a snobby prick where I would have looked down nearly at people working in a shop mm-hmm. or a coffee place or whatever and just be like, oh, geez, like, look at them. Do something. Yeah. You know, you think they'd yeah. go and get a degree in a job and like a pure dick. Like, yeah. And that's how I, my mindset was. And then I went, tra- I went away for a while and came back and worked in a coffee shop in Marble Hill, like the shack, and loved it. Mm-hmm. And I was so much happier working that. Then in your career job. In my career job. Yeah. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. I, have, I haven't I have had a career job. I'm 28. What, but sure, what, yeah. why do you? What does no, that I even mean? Yeah. Well, like I haven't had like, you know, a, a stepladder to success or anything or, you know, like, or tears or whatever, like a pathway. I've just worked in fitness and worked in coffee and coffee's brought me so many different places. But sure, what, what, what does it even mean? Like, is it, like what is it? Well, like, whatever you're talking like, Well, like, the career job of, like, working for a company and mm. having levels to reach towards or... Mm. 
Yeah, but it's not all that set out to be. No, not that's for me. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I haven't had a career job, so I don't even like. I have no experience of of this of at that, all. Like, yeah. you know, I've done. I've nearly had all hobby jobs as such, like things that I've been interested in. That's where I've gone. But into. I feel like that's what I'm doing now to a certain degree. Yeah, and feel much better for it. So the career job is your social pressure to kind of mm-hmm. do this and do that and look some people love it and yeah, good luck it's to them. Awesome, and, yeah. yeah and then you know get I can't out of it. I can't imagine sitting down at a desk and looking at a laptop screen it's just like would not suit me at all well that's only some career jobs other career yeah. jobs can be oh yeah, but, yeah yeah but I know what you mean like an office job an, an office job or whatever yeah me either but it took me doing it to learn that yeah and so basically when I did that and a year later on I was traveling South America so I started reading a lot more books about sort of mindset and mindfulness and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff and then um, I wrote a blog a couple of blogs <laughs> yeah I'm a blogger yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're a blogger podcaster builder barista uh, I've done it all <laughs> uh, now a surf instructor surf instructor yeah, yeah. what else uh, but I wrote about the time I left my job and about the experience of that and so many people wrote to me that again very unexpected and been like holy shit I feel the exact same mm-hmm. I feel like I've been in this job now for three years I'm going nowhere I hate it but I feel like I have to stay in it and it's like do you have to stay in it? What if you have a mortgage mm-hmm. and you have a child or two children or you're looking to get married or you're looking to buy that's a little bit trickier. It is. Because you were in your mid-twenties. So you yeah. Zero responsibility, basically, apart from yourself. Mm-hmm. And, But like, if you're mid-forties or whatever, well, that's even me putting societal, whatever age you're at, if you're looking, if you have a child or you're looking for a mortgage. It's very different. And someone messages you and says, I feel the exact same way as you, but I have a child or, but we have a mortgage. Then... Yeah, and I wouldn't give people advice because... I can't give someone advice yeah. and then it not work out for them and then me feel that responsibility. But for me, what worked was doing making that initial step to like get out and figure myself out. Mm-hmm. Like go traveling and find myself, <laughs> the whole generic thing there. But I did find, so I, I did go to South America and travel for a while and then I came back, worked in the shack for a while. Then I went, traveled to Asia and New Zealand, lived in Australia for a while. And I still have in the back of my head that I'll, I want to be successful in my career. Yeah. Marks, and I want to be a lecturer eventually. But... As of this moment, you do anyway, yeah. As of now, yeah. yeah. That could change. But yeah. at the same time, I'm 30 now. If I qualified as a lecturer now, I'd have to work in that job for 40 years. Yeah. I do not want to work in yeah. the same job. For, no so way, yeah. If it takes me another 20 years before get that position and I said it's still what I want and sure isn't that crap I was speaking to my mentor recently and his daughter's doing her A-levels and he was just saying that the last two years have sort of been robbed of younger people as in like they haven't got to have their last year of school or you know Mm. or maybe even if you were in fifth year last year whatever it was like and he's encouraging her not to go to college this year he wants her to take a year out and hopefully, you know, that's all COVID been well and there's not a second massive wave or whatever. But he's like, he doesn't want her to go to college this year. Not that he doesn't want her, but he said to her, like, you know, it's okay, take a year out. 
go and get some of them experiences that you've sort of not been able to get in the last year and then mm-hmm. come back and start your college and like he like this guy is like super successful guy mm-hmm. you know whereas like you'd think go to college mm, get your degree get your degree start working yeah start working and I was like wow like that's a serious perspective to have mm. to encourage them to take a year out and, and go and make up for the years that they, that they didn't get because he's he said like he's 48 or 49 and he's like Aiden at this at my age like every day is generally the same nothing really changes much but from your late teens to even your 30s like like no two years are the same really mm-hmm. because you're going through so many different stages and things in your life college you're developing you might have your first serious relationship your first serious breakup you know you might finish college every year is sort of different but like when you're 49 you've got your mortgage you've got your job not much changes so he said like for him the last two years of covid didn't really change his life that much but has drastically affected his daughter's life because it's such an age where things happen for you and she didn't get to have them Uh, well i would i would definitely encourage taking a year out either before or even after college or I think if someone had said that to me when I was I'd be like yeah but like nobody said nobody that said us. it to me you know and I'm yeah. not saying that again like I'd have to accept my own responsibility but but that's the societal yeah. pressure that we're talking about here is that and that's so wise of him that's so wise to, like what what a great way to be here yeah. yeah I mean as I was saying there if I was qualified now as a lecturer out of 40 years mm-hmm. right if I and that's you at 30 yeah so if you were say 25 you're fully qualified I, that's what 45 years <laughs> of the one job yeah and like I mean some people do that and I love yeah. it and that's fine I mean everyone's different but I suppose we were never told that we never even said like that was an option of taking it like I end up working for four years and then taking my year out yeah where I found myself and all this kind of well it kind of took three years out then <laughs> <laughs> but and the flip side of that though is like and it's kind of funny with our generation like I know me and you wouldn't get a mortgage in the morning no. and like I wouldn't be able to put up a house in the morning or anything like that. So there is a flip side to maybe yes. not going down that path. But then again, like even if you had that in Dublin at the moment, you wouldn't be able to buy a house anyway. No. You know, it's, no. because the house either isn't there or it's like you need yeah. 50 grand deposit, no. you know, and then another maybe quarter of a million on top of that to even get something. <laughs> So, what, so, so what, what do you do? What well, yeah, do exactly. you do in life? What is? <laughs> I think up here where we are, it, I don't know, it's easier because the lifestyle up here is a lot easier. Or, you know, you don't need as much money to live up here. True. Then you don't have the same opportunities as you would living mm-hmm. in a city or living maybe in another country. It's a pros and cons. It's, it's who maybe who you are and what you value and what you want from... And that where I come from now is that I tried the whole Dublin thing and I just didn't didn't yeah. enjoy it and I enjoy living here in Donegal and being able to get into the water and um, you know like we have mountains and beaches and all that <laughs> forest <laughs> trees yeah, everything big trees so like is it like is it okay to just want to live here and work like yeah you know what I mean what, like I'm asking you like, like what do you think I know, like, yeah. Trying to find a balance between drive and career and... Quality of life. Quality of life. Yeah. So I think I have that here 
I mean, like we have we have this um, surf community. There's about I don't know, many of us are in a group, fifteen of us or whatever in a ah. group, and it's literally like, who's three and a half high for a surf? Mm. And you're just bang into the car five minutes down the road, and you're at a beach. No, but like, I'd say none of our friends. Like I, I'm going to throw this out there. Maybe don't earn, maybe more than thirty thousand a year. So some I say not that I can think of anyway. Possibly not. No. And maybe if you were in Dublin, you'd be earning a hundred thousand a year, but like jump in the car and be five minutes down the road surfing. I don't know. Like, mm. like I don't think we're going to come to a conclusion no, on this. I don't think there yeah. is a conclusion. I think from my own personal experience of life, all 30 years of it is that <laughs> he's sitting back in his rocking chair, here, <laughs> smoking a pipe <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> is find your interest and go after that. And it'll lead you to God knows where. To where. But it will lead you to, like you were saying there, your coffee that was your passion and it led you to some amazing opportunities. Yeah. And yeah. led me to like away from Ireland, back from Ireland, away from Donegal, mm. back to Donegal. So like it has taken me yeah. loads of places. Take t- t- your chance. I was, I was reading something like, I still think either way, whether you follow passion or a more structured approach and get a good job or whatever, at some point you're probably going to get fed up of it either way. You know, like, because I followed fitness for so long and, like, I was scunnered with it in the end up. Um, and I'd read an article on Reddit, of course, and it was, like, people who follow passion, like, versus pers- people who follow maybe their academics. I think both people still sort of wind up a little bit frustrated with their career choices. And so I think it's just going to happen either way and probably why we don't stay in careers mm. for your life anymore. Yeah, like my mum recently retired. Hope she doesn't mind me saying that. Uh, Hi, mum. <laughs> and she worked the same job for 40 years. Yeah. And she was so content. Yeah, and that's amazing. And that's class. Yeah. And if anyone can get that. One or one or chicken dinner. And if you can't, it's not a big deal. Not chicken dinner. One or one or tofu dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Aiden. Keep in theme here. And but if you can't like and you're in it for two or three years and you're like shit this isn't this isn't what I thought well I think again like I'm, I'm pulling it back to the mortgage thing it might not just be so easy when you do you mm. might like like say you're in a job and you do have them sort of commitments you might not just be able to pack up the way that we have packed up and mm. start something else it might take a bit of planning it might take more education it might take saving a little bit more money that you can take six months off to start something mm. or you know but again it's not it doesn't if it doesn't suit you it doesn't have to be the be all end all you don't have to be in it for 40 years yeah well i have a couple other examples of people that a friend of mine he works like a government job sitting at a desk job kind of not mindless stuff but like nothing that exciting but he loves it because he works nine to five clocks out and he can do whatever he wants in the evening yeah. and that weekend and that's fine no one's calling them no one's looking under yeah. pressure yeah or, and then I have another friend who she did her degree realised she didn't really want to work in that area she worked in hospitality for a couple of years and now she's come back to do a different degree yeah in something that she now knows is her passion so yeah. it's, she bought herself time by working and yeah, figuring herself out time, yeah. so I mean to just sort of wrap it up and maybe give an explanation as why we call this episode um, why it's okay to be vegan and have long hair is that I suppose is not the social norm in inverted commas 
in rural Ireland to have those two qualities. Just like me turning 30, I don't have a house or a mortgage, I'm not in a relationship, so I'm not getting married. And all those sort of stuff are what we can almost expect to do now that we're coming to 30 or I'm at 30. So I don't have those in my life. I'm quite content with where I am. Um, sometimes I do think about those social pressures and almost um, feel like I should at times. But I just remind myself that I'm living a different path to everyone. We're all living different paths for that matter. And, you know, sometimes I do think about it and just remind myself I'm happy with where I am. Like my dad always reminds me that he had four kids at the age I am now. And I'm sure I just laugh. I'm like, Dad, like, could you imagine me with four kids running around here? Jeez, I'm still in college. I can I can barely look after myself. Um, but it's just funny that maybe those social norms are dwindling somewhat uh, now that the generations are sort of moving on and stuff. Um, but it's good to remember... That if you're at some sort of crossroads, whether it be you're leaving cert, college, job, turning 30 like me, or 60, or whatever it might be, that we're all on different roadmaps, we're living our best life. At the end of the day, nobody cares that much what you do, so do something that you're passionate about and enjoy, and if people do make comments on your life, so be it. It's it's all going to be good. Um, those that matter don't mind, and those that mind don't matter. Wow. Oh. Wow. <laughs> raise me up <laughs> oh my god but like, there's a song I always listen not always listen to it, but often listen to uh, by Baz Luhrmann it's like a spoken word poem singing a song yes called um, Everybody Wears Sunscreen but yes. it talks about a load of stuff and kind of a load of stuff yeah. pretty much if you listen to that song I think I'm going to listen to it after we finish yeah. the conversation you don't really have to listen to the yeah. podcast <laughs> hopefully <laughs> <Just> nobody <laughs> Sorry to tell you, but you didn't have to listen to the last 25 minutes. You can just listen to the song. But look it up. We'll put a link in the thing, in the description, yeah. whatever. But it just talks about some of the most interesting... Like, there's a couple of lines in it. Like, one is some of the most interesting people I've met. Or in their 40s and don't know what they want to do. Don't know what yeah, they want to do. Yeah, I know this song. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so... It just, yeah. So, give that a listen. Give that a listen. And that will keep you on track to... Yeah, Delight. you'll find us again uh, on our Instagram at Soul Brew Podcast, Facebook Soul Brew Co- Podcast, and Gmail Soul Brew Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and subscribe and like and subscribe and um, like, share all yes. that good stuff. And thanks for listening, and your feedback is yeah. really ap- appreciated. So thank you all. Always peace, peace. and love. <laughs> it's okay to be vegan and have long hair, like me. <laughs> <laughs>